0: And entries. Is an introduction really necessary for someone we all know so well?
1: Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit.
0: Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's he's, he's a shady character. What what, what, what's his name? Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another episode of Paul Mort Talk Shit. Just a big shout-out to my main sponsor, who are performance food manufacturer, Precision Prep UK. I've been using these guys for the last uh, few months, and listen, let me tell you something. These guys know how to put meal prep together. They are um, bang on. Like, I'm not going to rap too much about it, but trust me, I've tried a lot of meal prep, meal delivery companies in the past, and these guys are legit frozen, Take it out of the freezer, throw it in the microwave, seven, eight minutes later, you've got a sick, healthy, nutritious meal. All the macros and calories counted for you. So listen, I managed to do a little deal with them for you. Use the code PaulMort at checkout, and you'll get 20 quid off when you spend just 80 quid. Trust me. Let me know what you think. It's precisionprep.uk. Enjoy the rest of this podcast we have today. Uh, very special guest, only the second person ever to come on the podcast. Fitness influencer, creator of Need Up 24-7, one of the most positive, inspirational, um, just all around fucking great guys that I've had the pleasure of getting to you know over the last few years, Mr. Darren Cartel. <laughs> all right, Darren, so let's uh, let's get straight uh, down to it, bro. How was uh, Australia? You just got back, right?
1: Yeah, it was um it was amazing. It was amazing, obviously supporting like my best mate on tour. Going there initially I was a bit worried about the quarantine. Mm-hmm. But um I had an amazing time, man. It was the quarantine <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Cause it was like imagine an environment where you only have one option to do one thing. There is no fear of FOMO, right? There is no fear of anything else other than cracking on with what you're supposed to do and working for yourself and mm-hmm. online and all that stuff. Is I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in here. And I said to myself, I'm going to get on TV. I'm going to smash the socials. And, uh, and I said, I'm going to make a viral video. I said that to myself. And everyone was like, in, you're such a social guy. You're going to go crazy in there. And I was like, don't
0: test me. I mean, bro. you did go a little bit crazy, to be fair. Well,
1: I don't know if I went <laughs> crazy or if I found myself. Really? <laughs> yeah, because, like, I feel like when you're... How, how often are you completely on your own for two... When was the last time you were completely on your own for two weeks? Never. So how do you know who you are? Like, do you yeah, know what I
0: mean? Yeah, I totally know what you mean, yeah.
1: So it's like, Australia trip this year for me was like... I think I've actually grown up a lot from it. Yeah. And... Um, I'm really happy to be back and yeah. uh, cracking on with, I want to take over London, man. I just want to take
0: Dude, over. Dude, th- okay. people, you you know what I, I saw? A couple of things when you first went to Australia if you One, how much shit you got for actually going to Australia. How are you getting in? Why are you going? You shouldn't be travelling. You, know, you got all that shit, right?
1: Yeah. So with that, it was crazy because a lot of people don't know the story of, of me. I've actually got residency in australia mm-hmm. for people that don't know this and they're probably thinking who the fuck is this london turkish guy how's he getting to australia and then you got some aussies yeah a few of them were going like there's families there's family stuck in uh, the uk can't even see their fa- uh, parents and i was like well they fucking can it's just that you choose not to pay for their ticket this was the problem right people are like people can't afford to get back i'm like bro the whole of Australia to me is like, the whole of Australia is like fucking middle class. Yeah. If you need the money to buy a flight for someone, mm-hmm. if, even if it's a business class flight, which yeah. is like four or $5,000, you're telling me you don't have enough family members to get cash around to bring you home. Yeah. So that's why I was like, if you want to go home, yeah, you can get home, yeah. you know? So the people that were giving me shit. Yeah. But,
0: but I think a lot of them also didn't want to do the two week quarantine. That be as me. well. So how do you think me. of that? I'd be like, wow, that is like. Do you know when you do you know when you do things that? I do a lot of challenges because I'm like on the other side of that I'm going to be different. Like your first jiu jitsu comp. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your, your your first boxing match, jumping out of a plane. Yeah. Uh, running a half marathon, doing the Goggins challenge. I haven't even yeah. spoke about that on this podcast yet. Actually, the four I'd, I'd miles every four hours for forty eight hours. Oh, I did it with no training. Really? And with twenty kilos on me back. How was it? Horrific! (laughs) Fuck that! Actually, do you know it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. It was naughty. But those kind of challenges, you do them because you become on the other side of that, you become someone different. What do you think of him with that sort of stuff? Well, I think I've gone booked for December, so I'll not talk too much. Okay. (laughs) But mate, do you know? I think he's an inspirational guy. But I think there's something to be said that not everything has to be about how much you can suffer. I had a fair bit of fun doing that thing because I took my mind to a place that was fun. I mean, I remember two of the runs were at 3 a.m. Me, on my own, on the coast road, pitch black, 3 a.m., and I'm singing fucking Whitney Houston. (laughs) want to dance with somebody. (laughs) And that other one is, a How will I know if he really loves me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm singing that at the top of my voice along the coast road. So it's like, it doesn't have to be about suffering. But yeah, that two-week quarantine, for me, Feels like it will be harder yeah. than all of the other shit put together.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, I think like, your mind is like so powerful, right? Yeah. It's harder because like we make it harder. Yeah.
0: Well, by I, what we're focused on, right? Exactly. You, fo- you, fo- you weren't focused on being stuck in quarantine. Yeah. You are focused on how can I possibly make the best. Yeah, exactly. Of being here for two weeks. What could I, what could be the best outcome? What can I do versus what I can't What can exactly. do? Exactly. Like, that was like um, lockdown, right? So many people are focused on, I can't go to the pub, I yeah. can't go to the restaurant, I can't go to the gym. Instead of focusing on, well, I can't do that, but what can I do? Exactly. And I focused on that. And then you helped me. I'll build a
1: business out of it from doing that, you know? Like yeah. getting people to focus on what's important yeah. and not worrying about what they can't do. Yeah. And I did that in quarantine. And the best thing is I had a I had a great time. Like I had literally, I was looking out the window and there was fucking people having a good time. Um, the weather was unreal. So imagine this, you get off the flight. By the way, Australia did this so good. Like the whole quarantine thing, like they were legit. Not like the UK. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the minute I got off, it was military.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Was it? Fucking soldiers taking you from the flight to the bus, man. Jeez. Yeah, so you're going from aircon on the plane for twenty four hours, mm-hmm. airport. Land in Sydney, mm-hmm. you walk through the airport, aircon. There's a split 15 seconds yeah. of you putting your bag on the bus, mm-hmm. getting fresh air, mm-hmm. and going onto the bus with aircon straight into a five star hotel with aircon for two weeks. Yeah. No fresh air. Yeah. No fresh air at all. So by the end of it, my skin was getting a bit dry. You know, I was like trying to stay. Speak of Lima. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I give him so much (laughs) shit about that. (laughs) So, like, my skin was getting a little bit dry, but that was the only bit of fresh air air I had for over two weeks. Jeez. And then when I came out, I was like, now, when I think about it now, it feels like it
0: didn't. Dude, all I remember about that as well is you doing videos dancing. Yeah. Doing the thing with a microphone. Oh yeah. A fucking microphone yeah. thing.
1: And Hans Zimmer in the background. <laughs> I,
0: I, and people sending you food. Yeah. you want, like, I can't eat any more yeah. food. Yeah. And then I was like, you had an assault bike in the air uh, in the room. Sonny
1: Webster looked after me.
0: I bet you haven't been on an assault bike since.
1: Nah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. You know, I've got one in the garage yeah. that I'm using now because yeah. I can't do any cardio apart from this. And I've just nicknamed it the devil's dildo. The devil's dildo. <laughs> That's <laughs> the devil's dildo. I'm never getting on a bike again once my pecs seals like.
1: But you know what? That That I had so much fun doing that because by the time I got out, the hotel staff, Mm -hmm. the nurses, Mm -hmm. everyone knew like who I was. And the minute I got out of the hotel, like within an hour, someone ran up to me going, Darren, I need a selfie. That quarantine thing, I was watching it religiously. And I was like, this is fucking mental. I can't believe like what you can achieve in a room. And like, everyone has the power to do that. Everyone's got the power to achieve whatever it is, but it's just... Just focusing on that, you can do it.
0: You're... Yeah, I think it's also a willingness as well, right? Like you were willing to do video after video, willing yeah. to look stupid, willing to be criticised. Yeah, yeah, dude, is that weird getting the whole selfie thing when people uh, it, bump into you that? It
1: is weird, but I'm not gonna lie, I love it every fucking time. Do me too. Any any person I, that
0: I get it, which is really weird. Yeah, and but... I'm only on twenty something thousand followers. Yeah, I, but I don't think it's about the followers. You know? I you think, don't think it's about the number. Cuz
1: I was getting it when I had 10,000 followers. Yeah.
0: My kids love it by the way. Oh yeah, they it's fucking cool. fucking love it. Man. It's
1: cool isn't it? Yeah.
0: That was that's part of the reason why I want this next book deal because I want to go to when you go to the airport. Yeah. And you got the WH Smith and shit. Yeah. I want my kids to go, Dad, there's you. Yeah. And that's, that's like, cool. instead of them saying, Dad, there's James.
1: I was I was when I would see, when we were like obviously on tour, like jumping yeah. on planes or playing, whatever. So I'd be like, we'll go into every bookstore to see yeah. if um Smith's book's there. Yeah. I'll just go draw dicks in them. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll come up to me, like, what are you doing? I'm like, signing it. I'm signing the manager.
0: It. I'm like, I'm the manager. <laughs> I'm the manager. I love that, you know, mate. Yeah, so. I love that. So it was um what was it like seeing James? For because you hadn't seen your best mate for like, oh, yeah. How long it was, was it? It was like a year, right? It was just under a year. Yeah, that's was, what I thought. Because he went out to Australia just after he did that. Yeah, did the tour.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: And then you were here until I came back January. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and then so yeah, just under a year. It was it was really good. I did. I did miss him, but I think it was also very important for me to be away from him for my own growth. Yeah, which I think was. Well, dude, you really put good. some
0: hustle in while he was away, huh? You put some hustle in while he was.
1: Yeah, you man. Know, I was, you were here. I was hustling, and I think that's why. Like the whole seeing him was great because me and Smith are so different. We're very different, which is why when we do stuff together, it works out. Very well, because we're completely different personalities. We have similar, I guess, morals from, I guess, having good parents.
0: Yeah, the same values.
1: Same values—that's the right yes. word. Yeah, same values, but personalities are very different, and we complement each other. yeah he that's one. why
0: mar- a lot of marriages work like that. Me and Leslie. Chalk and cheese, but we have the same value. I reckon, you, see, you see relationships fuck up most relationships because there's
1: sex involved, right? Because there's no sex involved with in me and Smith, I reckon it'll be the <laughs> longest relationship I'll ever have.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, do. Sex fucks it up. <laughs> with relationships, it does. on. So were you quite literally then out of quarantine and on tour? Uh,
1: Within 10 days. So this is what happened. So because of like the whole uh, COVID restrictions, mm-hmm. we had to leave Two weeks earlier before the tour started, we started driving up the coast in case flights and stuff didn't go. Ah, okay. So me and Smith hired a car, yeah. hired a car, yeah. started driving up the coast all the way up to Brisbane to the first show, and we just stopped off everywhere. I actually had my gupia <laughs> in Australia this What's year. What's that? My gupia. Oh, year. your gupia? I had year. a gupia where I actually traveled the country, Jeez. and I've never done that before. We I were Driving know. Around. No, I never like really... I went to Australia and I lived there, but I never... I went to cities, but I didn't do the whole in a car, driving up the coast, stopping yeah. off, yeah. jumping in the water, all this shit. So yeah. we'd done that. Yeah. And it was it was great to be able to connect with like James because you don't realize how much people can grow in a year's right. time, especially people like us are always
0: looking to evolve. You, know? you would have read an email from me yesterday, or maybe the day before, where you were talking about you had a, you had a thousand in your bank account. You had, yeah. you had a thousand in your bank account.
1: That was that was before just before lockdown, lockdown yeah yeah Dude, isn't that insane i had 100000 followers yeah i had i had over 100000 followers i yeah. had 1000 pounds in my bank account and yeah. people thought i was fucking killing it and i wasn't and that happens all the time on instagram right you It see does, all this shit and- it does but i i was like i was even when i spoke to you mm-hmm. and i was like i know there's something like yeah. It's going to happen. Yeah. Something's going to happen yeah. where things are going to turn around yeah. and financially for me. Yeah. And I didn't want to give into the ads thing because chatting to like my manager, he was, he was like doing, if we did ads this year, this is the calculations. Yeah. Like I would have made over a hundred grand just yeah. off ads if I wanted to, yeah. but I didn't want to give him because my values were not that I want. I, I, lo- I genuinely love coaching. Yeah. I love helping people and I love seeing that growth, not with just my clients, but with me as well. Yeah. And it, it's so much more valuable than then going hashtag ad or whatever. Not yeah. that there's anything wrong with that, yeah. but that's not my purpose.
0: You felt like you got more to offer than that.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, if I don't fulfil a purpose, then what's the point of me like, what's the point of anything? Mm. You know? So once I figured that out and you helped me figure that out, I was like, I remember calling you, I was like, Paul, I know I'm a good coach, I know I'm doing the right things, but there's there's something that's missing.
0: It was just the it was the model of delivery yeah it was. it was the delivery the full well, how am i going to fulfill what i, I had the do? ingredients deli- yes you helped me put a recipe yes. together yeah. yeah exactly yeah and i think that um i think that it was never about it wasn't even about marketing for you really it was about just how am i going to deliver it in a way that's what you built was a hybrid model yeah it's not go and do your own thing yeah but it's also not Babysitting.
1: Exactly. <laughs> which yeah. is what a
0: lot of one to one is. It's a lot yeah. of babysitting in it. It's, yeah, exactly. And it's like it, so what you built is kind of like a group training yeah. thing. And then people do their own thing, but then they have accountability from you yeah. and the rest of the group. And
1: then when when you helped me with that, what I did was so many things because just like I talked to you, I talked to so many people. that like I've mm-hmm. I've had so many clients in the past that are like sold multiple companies yeah. to like IBM, this, like guys that have hundreds of millions, yeah. right? And every time I speak to them. I always learn something. Yeah. I learn some. I learn things from everyone. When you helped me put that recipe together, things just clicked in my head, and then I just kind of took off yeah. with now the qualities that I have
0: yeah.
1: and put it together. Yeah. And the best thing about all of that is, from a business standpoint, is figuring out is so much fun. Oh man! And it's so much more satisfying. Yeah. Like if I was to earn just a pound today from what I've done, compared to what another brand has. Yeah. Pushed me to do. Yes. That makes me way happier. Yeah, huge. You know?
0: Huge. So, and I think that that business model also suits your style. Yeah. Because I think there's something about, I'm the same as this. There's something about not just them buying something and then going away. There's something about them buying something and then, then you helping them to implement it and execute it. That's yeah. part of the reason why I killed that email domination academy thing. I'm like, I don't massively buy into the idea of, hey, buy this and then I leave you to your own devices it's kind of like I love that you're involved with them it's kind of a performance all the time as well right it is it's like when you're going to do a QA, and a you're kind of still performing and that's your whole game which
1: is why I think I can't wait for my live events yeah you know so I'm like because every time I think about it, on the stories that I do the reason you engage with me or even you reply to my story and laugh I'm like fuck I must be doing something yeah. for him to respond like yeah. that whether it's him releasing dopamine or whatever yeah. in his head I must be doing something yeah. and maybe just by doing it in a style of how I delivered whatever I yeah. delivered on a story or yeah. social post or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah you kind of gain respect from people to kind of listen to you when you have something to say. Serious, like Like. something about that can add value to them. So they're like, you know what? I'm going to listen to him because he makes sense or whatever.
0: Let's talk about this um, tour thing then. You know what I I love that you said about figuring out actually. My coach says this and it's something that's made a lot of sense to me is he says when you're setting a goal or you're creating a mission or you're creating some targets to aim for for yourself, he says this, the how is none of your business. And I, lo- like, I love that because it's like, I think that we don't set... It's not that we set goals that are too hard. It's like we don't set goals that are exciting enough. Yes. A lot of people's goals are just too boring. That's yeah. why they don't hit them. Yeah. they not too hard, they're too boring. So he's like, if you know how, the goal's not big enough. Yeah. And then, because you have to figure it out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you set a goal of earning just making this much money... Yeah. If, we're just, if you did just make it about money... It would have been a bit boring for you. hundred percent. You know what I mean? If it
1: was just money, then I would have I would have done ads. I would've done ads. Or I would have said to I would have even said to someone like James Smith or someone else, gone, Hey, uh, you can have me, my following, my brand, uh pay me this much. Easy, yeah. done. Yeah. You know? But I don't I want I like figuring out. It's like if you're not figuring things out. Uh, that's why you
0: love jujitsu, by the way yeah yeah. because it's not just having a fight it's not it's figuring how, how to why the fuck do I keep getting strangled exactly why I, in my case why the fuck do I keep getting on board oh. <laughs> yeah. you know, the funny thing is before I tore my pec, I was getting on board all the time really and I never figured it out so it's me one fucking fault
1: but i bet you will from now
0: Oh, I'll never get on board again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just going to keep my right hand behind me escapes, I'm going yeah. to get a pair of gee pants with a pocket yeah. in them and I'm just going to put my right hand in my pocket yeah Get me right, on me, pocket, pocket eye. But that's like the important
1: thing, right? You do that and then you take action from that. Yeah. And that, as yeah. I'm getting older and people are like, doing, you're changing. I'm like, yeah, because when you first started following me, I was at like 25, I'm 29 now.
0: I'd be like, I'm glad you noticed. I've been trying really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just buzzing, you noticed that I've changed? <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Jeez. It's, uh, so let's talk about this, what I skipped over there, which is this live thing. How's, what, how are you feeling about that? Um... It's, I've got
1: butterflies about it. I'm a little bit nervous about it, but every time I'm nervous, it's usually the right thing.
0: That's how you know it's, a, yeah.
1: So I'm really excited and it's just going to be a night packed of pure energy, just like what people know me on socials mm-hmm. is going to be live in the flesh, not just me, but with other people and all sorts of weird shit. Is it? Yeah. hundred percent. People that come. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make this a UK tour. I'm going to make this a world tour as well. Mm-hmm. People that come are going to come in and go, what the fuck just happened? Really? Yeah. They're going to walk out and go, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> I need to tell my mates this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm going to cool. make sure. That's my goal. I need people to say that. If they don't, that's and I'm going to figure out how. Yeah. So I'm very excited for it. I can't yeah. wait.
0: I can't. So it's not just going to be, here's the vibe I'm getting here. It's not just going to be you talking about the importance and need of 24 seven. Fuck that. <laughs> No, I'm not talking
1: about what I'm like. Okay, I reckon I think what a lot of people don't do is a lot of people talk about what's right for people, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I think leading by example is so underrated. So, I feel like people respect me maybe because I lead by example with certain things. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to do what I do. Mm-hmm. On stage. And if I inspire someone that day, I'm not going to go up there and talk about benefits of fat loss and all this shit. Because I do that every day anyway. People can mm-hmm. come sign up to whatever I do uh, according... if they, I'm convinced the that people out.
0: know what to do anyway.
1: They do. They, they know just... what
0: they do. They just don't know. They don't do what they know.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to go on there, have a great time and make sure people have a great time and then walk away feeling inspired, yeah. feeling... Energized and feeling, you know what, fuck it, I can't wait till tomorrow. Yeah. To talk about this.
0: <laughs> so it's a, it's a, and, and you were saying before, because this was my, the question that's in uh, code here. That's what I love about my writing. My writing's yeah. terrible. Says so But it's great because no one can read it. <laughs> so I've probably got loads of ma- amazing ideas in here that no one will ever no steal. Yeah. I don't, I can't even read it. And you were saying before that you think opening for James yeah. a, has helped you return to prepare you for this.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, when you think about, like, um, I think a common mistake a lot of people do is they um, they rush into things, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, maybe if I did uh, my own tour the same time as Smith did when he started, like, yeah. two years ago, three years ago, or whatever yeah. it was, then it wouldn't have sold out, Yeah, you know? I wouldn't have been confident enough to talk about it like the way I talk about it now. Yeah. People shoot their load early. They focus on what other people are doing so much instead of focusing on how to develop... Their own stuff, And I've always did that when Smith is doing his journey. Because he's doing his journey. I'm doing my journey. You're doing your journey. Everyone's got their own journey. And what I was doing most is focusing on myself and waiting for the right time to have a show. And after the last tour in Australia opening for James, like I would interact with the crowd so much and talk. I know James is fucking, his legs probably shaking on the outside going, and shut the fuck up and get <laughs> off stage. And I'm like, I run this stage now. <laughs> I'm not getting off. I'm a, not getting on off. On a
0: scale of one to 10, 10 being uh, the highest number, how much do you rinse him when you're on the stage? It's a high number. Of, uh, it's a high number. It's a high it's number. A high
1: number yeah. But I, f- I focus on not rinsing him as much and giving more value yeah. as me yes. more. Yes because I think now I'm in a place and I'm more confident to offer people more than I thought I did yes. back two years ago yes. when I didn't not know much about myself. I did, but it's, it's a learning process. People forget that like, like you're older than me. You're more experienced than me. James is older than me. He's more experienced than me, you know? So I learn what I can from other, uh, yeah. everyone around me yeah. and then do what I do best as my complete self, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. what I've, started doing more and that's why management was like you need a show now Mm -hmm. because after seeing I guess how perform or whatever Mm -hmm. it is but um, it's just reps on reps on reps and then you get more confident each time each time we do a podcast
0: a lot of people don't even want to do the reps
1: they don't want the results
0: they want the result but they don't want to do the reps and then
1: they come with excuses yeah yeah but you did this because of this I'm like well no I did this because I made it happen
0: yeah you know yeah a lot of people kind of want it. Yeah. They don't kinda want, want it. it they yeah. kind of want it. Yeah. The kind of one that they've got, the reasons are more important than the results. Yes. That are their excuses. I'm, it. Mate, it's an, it's an obvious. Keep thing.
1: dropping bombs, big man. Mate,
0: that's what I do. That's <laughs> what I do. What I do. <laughs> hey, can
1: you say that again? Look into the camera. <laughs> hey, I that for YouTube.
0: <laughs> <laughs> any, um, any nerves before you get on the stage? Yeah. Is it?
1: Yeah. But like, you know when you get nerves before you spar? Mm-hmm. Excited nerves. Mm-hmm. Not like... I'm going to fuck up nerves. More
0: like, I want to get on. It's your body giving you the energy. that Yeah, you
1: need yeah. Like, I want to get on. Like, me and Smith are backstage. It's so much fun because yeah. I call it match day.
0: Yeah.
1: I call it match day because on a match day, I used to just focus when I used to play football. Yeah. Um, me and Smith will go for a walk and I used to do that with football. I used to be like, Smith, let's put on the headphones and just focus. But we're with each other, mm-hmm. but we're not talking. Yeah. We're focusing on what we're there to do today. Yeah. And I look at it like this. I look at it as people that are coming... People that have paid for Smith's tour, I'm also going to be there. People that have paid to come and even watch me on stage, even if it is for 20 minutes, I need to turn up and give the value that they've paid for. I don't want to disappoint anyone. So I take it seriously in the sense as I'm focusing on this because I want to give value to the people that respect me. Do
0: you have a hype track?
1: I, you have a hype else. song, yeah, yeah. I get uh, there's a song that I come up to, I come out to, but I change it depending on what mood I'm in. Yeah, but now I reckon what I'll do now is I'll probably I'll probably be that fucker that meditates before I go on stage. Now
0: <laughs> I reckon, ah oh, mate, I'm all about that hype, mate. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that hype. High hopes, high hopes. Panic of the Disco. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love that song. That's a, that's a hype that's my hype track' it's like a walk track, isn't it I know because when
1: I used to not when I used to even when I was doing like your email domination and stuff like Did yeah. I
0: always have that on you you'd have music on it would be track. like yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah, I love a hype track um so nerves are you're framing nerves as, as I think that nerves are and self doubt because you must have self doubt with that whole thing i'm like I'm supposed to have self doubt because yeah. I give a fuck and i've ne- or I've never done it before yeah. or it's not going anywhere, I don't think. People yeah. are so obsessed with, oh, well, I just need more confidence. I'm like, no, you have to do it without confidence. Yeah. This you know what I'm saying? I, I do, I get that. You but can't then... show up to jujitsu already being a blue belt. Yeah, yeah. No, no, oh, that's <laughs> that's the same insane. thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. if you think you need confidence to do something, that's yeah. like saying, I need a blue belt to go to yeah. jujitsu. You get the blue belt after you've showed up to a bunch of classes yeah. and got submitted a bunch of times. Yeah.
1: But w- what I think about is, even when I get nervous, is I'm like, I'll turn up. I'm there. I'm backstage. Why am I here? That's the first thing. Mm-hmm. I'm here because I've done something mm-hmm. that I've earned the reason to be here. Mm-hmm. I've been flown out to Australia to open this tour for a fucking reason. Yeah, that's cool, you know. So James wants me there because he knows without me opening, it's not going to be the show. <laughs> you know, because he we, he's been we've been doing it together since he started. Yeah. So I'm there because people valued me to be there. Yes. So when I feel nervous, I'm like, no matter what happens, everything I say, everything I write down, anything that I think of that I think I'm going to say or I think I'm going to flop, mm-hmm. it all comes from me anyway. So how can you fuck it up? Yeah, You know, that's how I
0: think of it now. Dude, I love that. F- and the thing is, if it's coming from you, even if you do fuck up, Nobody knows. And it's me Fuck yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows, yeah. So <laughs> many things happen. I say that all the time at public speaking. I'm like, that's why I don't have loads of slides with words on. Yeah. I just have slides with pictures on and then I'm like, well, if I fuck up, nobody knows. Yeah, exactly. Because it's my story. Yeah, exactly. It, and it comes from you, yeah. so how can you? No exactly. one knows I fucked up except me, so if I do fuck up, I, you just keep going. Exactly, yeah. So dude, let's talk about the thing that, um that there's a couple of things that I really want to talk about with you today. The first one is, this concept that everyone thinks you're mad for not wanting to stay in Australia. Oh, I've noticed that. Oh, Why are you coming back to the UK? I get it, by the way, because yeah. I lived abroad. Yeah.
1: First of all, UK is home. London is home. Mm-hmm. Wherever my family is home for me. Yeah. I value my family. Yeah. I want to be there for my family. And when I'm, when I'm, when I feel like, when I'm happy, when I'm winning... I wanna enjoy that with my family. You wanna share it with I wanna your share it yeah. with my loved ones. Yeah. I don't wanna share it with people in Australia, no offense. Yeah. To anyone there. I've got yeah. good friends there, but I don't care. Yeah. I don't care enough to sh- share it with you. It's yeah. nice sharing it with you guys, yeah. but
0: Well dude, I saw your fucking Uber Eats Bill, so Yeah, exactly. You've definitely been yeah. sharing a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> definitely been sharing but that like, shit. Yeah, but like obviously James, Lucy Lord and a couple other people out there are obviously very well, Lord's happy. back today. Lord's back. There's a reason she's back. Yeah. So the thing about Australia for me is it's very comfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't like comfortable. Yeah. I think comfortable makes you too comfortable. And And then you end up uncomfortable. You end up uncomfortable, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being tested there. Yeah. I walk out, I have a conversation with someone. I'm not being tested. Yeah. Sometimes I walk around in London and someone's giving me a dirty look saying, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm being tested. I'm not saying like. As in roughness, but I'm. By the way, of,
0: what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> do exactly. But you want some? Like, you want some do yeah, you? exactly. See, but I'm. <laughs> I'm having to deal with like constant challenges, yeah. but challenges that I enjoy yeah. here. Yeah. Whereas when I'm there, I don't blame people for not being motivated out there. Mm. You, you're born into a country which is amazing. I love Australia, mm. and I think people in Australia don't understand the value of Australia until they leave, which is why I love it because. You're born, right? You're born into somewhere like minimum wages, like fucking nineteen, twenty dollars an hour, man. You know, imagine, imagine being like eighteen years old and you're earning like seven, eight hundred dollars. Don't look at Mac like he's on minimum wage, bro. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's a big money. No, no, but I'm saying, like, imagine, <laughs> imagine like your first job compared to you started this or oh, your yeah. first yeah. job. You know, yeah, my factory, first job was a, a YTS.
0: Yeah, forty quid a week. Exactly. I had to work two jobs yeah. so I could pay for booze and drugs exactly <laughs> yeah there you go
1: <laughs> so like imagine that you wake uh, you you wake up to that you're born into that mm. you're born into vitamin d mm. all year long big vitamin d has a big impact on how you feel and mm. how you act right so imagine as soon as you remove vitamin d what happens well, someone
0: I, I once read that the countries with the lowest vitamin d actually weren't only the were well, the countries that have the highest covid death rates i did read that but also the countries with the lowest levels of vitamin d had the highest uh alcohol intake. Yeah, rates. Yeah, I think it was something like fucking Ireland that was. The yeah, line. probably right up there. Ireland or Sweden? I yeah, don't no, Something like that, like that. But like,
1: you have everything. You have beautiful women. You have good coffee. You have beaches. you mm-hmm. you have everything. So what the fuck do you work for? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what are you working well, for? I've heard
0: Smith often say that he'd, he would be cool just working in a coffee shop there, right? I'm sure he's. I don't
1: think that's see. That. That's why me and Smith are different. Yeah, Smith. Would, would live in Australia for the rest of his life. Yeah. I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. That's mad. I can't think of anything worse. Yeah. It's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. I I, I don't know. That's no disrespect to any Australians. Listen, yeah. I, I but love But mate, your Australia.
0: hustle muscle's grown in the last year or so. Your hustle muscle is fucking massive now, right? Yeah. yeah Has just... your hustle muscle always been big though, right? Or... Yeah. It, my hustle? Yeah, your hustle muscle, yeah. Oh
1: yeah, always, always. Yeah. always. I've always been like a... But the last year, it's gone... The last year, I've I've, I've put it in a way that I understand
0: better now. You've got a mission now, yeah, More of a mission, yeah. Because yeah.
1: before I was hustling. Before, well, even when Smith and James Shaw had the JSA, they liked me because I hustled every day. Mm. I was the only coach. I was sending out 100 programs a day. Mm-hmm. You know, I was hustling hard. Now he's sending out 100 emails a day. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do send out 100 uh, emails. You got yeah. my one this morning. I well, did. I did get that one. But did you see my
0: reply to you? I did see it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I agreed with you. Yeah. But also, you. You know that when you send that email, there's a lot of hustle after it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it was a quick, when you send an email, how many people are on your email list?
1: I've got now anything from 20 to 30.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you know that when you send that email, your inbox is going to blow up. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then you got hustle. And you need to have the hustle mentality to be able yeah. to do that. Dude, I have, we have to outsource that. Now. We have to I have to delegate that. Yeah, Leslie has to now go in and answer all those emails. Yeah, now. yeah. So many come back. yeah. First world problem, though, innit? Yeah, it? yeah. So, dude, um, you love you came back to the UK because you want to yeah, live I'll here. I love London, yeah. Yeah, be, i just be. mad at that Max says that all the time. He said last night, he said, I, I could live in London. Yeah, he could live in London. I couldn't, it's a bit busy for me.
1: Yeah, but but I like a bit of space, yeah. But you're still connected to that um mentality of if if for me to achieve the certain goals that I want, I want yeah. my own TV show, I want to be on TV, I want to yeah. do this, I want to do that, yeah. It happens in Europe. It happens in UK. It happens in America.
0: Yeah, you got a lot of connects here
1: as well, right? Yeah. If I need something, I can call someone. If I if I need help, if I'm really busy, I'm like, mom, dad, can you help me? My cousins. If I need something, you know, mm. uh, management here. Like, uh, if I need to, I know I could call you and be like, I need help with this. Can you help me? You know, I can't do that when I'm
0: there. You just dis- you're so far, you feel disconnected. Yeah. You yeah. know. So it's I felt like that in Spain, and I didn't even know anyone there when I moved to Spain. I didn't know a single fucking person there. That's me mean, right. Leslie, newborn baby. You lived there for how long? Two year old, two years, two years, yeah. two years. And I felt like that, completely isolated. I did the whole, I did the whole eliminate all the negative people from your life, and there was only me left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't buy into all that. I buy into it a little bit, but I don't buy into all of it. But yeah, I felt, and I was only three hours away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Two yeah. and a half hours away. In my but bed. how much do you
1: now love? Like when I go to Australia, like this last day was, I, I stayed a little bit too long. Yeah. How much do you love it now when you go away for like a month or six weeks or something? And then you're like, I oh, fucking love it. Dude,
0: dude, I hated when I moved to Spain, I hated my town. Yeah. Hated it. And then I came back, I'm like, I'll never move from here again. Yeah. And I could live in America. My dad's American. Oh, yeah. So right. I could live in the States. I could live anywhere, really. Yeah. and uh, But I'll never move. The house I'm in, I'll never move from. Yeah. Ever. Ever say, John, Yo, would you move in these new houses? I'm, like, I'm not moving from here. Ever. I love it. I've, there's not many houses in South Shields where you can see the sea and walk to the beach. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking freezing all year round, but it's it's not Australia. But oh, I still, would love that that view is incredible. My son every day, my son wakes up and I see him. He thinks I don't know he does it. He opens his curtains and looks at the sea for about five minutes. Just looks out the window at the sea. It's phenomenal, lad. You know what I mean? There's not many There's not many places in the world where you can do that. I'm going to come just to meditate that, on beach. where you <laughs> The spare room's got the fucking sea view. Oh, sick. It's got kidding. the sea view. Yeah. Ah, it's crazy. Yeah. So, so, dude, one thing I did want to talk about that I was really interested in talking about, and I'm sure you'll want to talk about as well, was this fucking racist incident. Mm. Because I was talking to Alima about this yesterday, right? I have never, in my white privileged life, experienced... Racism—I've never seen it. Yeah. I've never really heard it. It's not something that I've been around yeah. because I'm not. You're from a multicultural yeah. city. I'm yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no black kids in my school. Yeah, a few Indian kids. Yeah, but it wasn't. I'd never really seen that. And our town's not really like that. I don't think it's not. It's not a cultural. It's not a multicultural city. Yeah.
1: So you 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 naturally would lack knowledge on certain
0: things. Yeah. So when right? everyone was talking about Black Lives Matters and that, I'm like, well, it's not okay to be a racist, con, But I didn't have any comment because my. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I think the problem with today's society is people have very strong opinions on shit that they know fuck all about. <laughs> yeah. Have you noticed that? <laughs> yeah. You don't know anything about this. Yeah, yeah. I dropped an Ant Middleton clip and everyone started slating it. I'm like, you've listened to a 59 second clip. Yeah. And made three days worth of assumptions. Yeah.
1: Mate, Ant Middleton's a nice guy. Yeah. I've chatted to him. We ran into him in a, uh, in a in a lounge before we flew out for the first Oscar. Yeah. Chatted to him on there. I chatted to him on the flight. Yeah. I chatted to him when I landed. Yeah. In um, Abu Dhabi. Yeah. He's a nice
0: guy. Then I chatted to him in inbox, mate. He's yeah. a nice guy. Yeah, he's a cool guy. he's a cool guy. But 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 like, what what I'm saying is that I, I never give my opinion on that Black Lives Matter thing, on that races thing because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Maybe I need to educate myself. I don't know. But, so what was that? What happened? So
1: basically, I was in a bar in Australia, in Queensland, mm-hmm. somewhere, Burley Head, Burley Head, this. On place. tour? On on tour. We, we had like a, we, we had like a few days off. So yeah. it was one of the boys' birthday. Yeah we went away for his birthday, like for the weekend. Yeah. And uh, we went to this bar, some Burley Head Pavilion or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was in a queue and this girl was like looking at me. She wanted to kind of chat sort of thing. That's why I got the vibe, but I didn't really want to chat to her. Yeah, And um, she kept staring at me and I was like, okay, cool. But like in a weird, like fucking angry way. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, And then, she jumped in front of me in the queue, yeah. and me and this guy went, "Yo, what's going on? What are you doing? There's a queue here. Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing?" She looked at me and she, she was like, "What are you going to do about it?" And Started poking my chest. I was like, "Excuse me,
0: arm drag." Yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruh, if it got a fucking arm drag going. If it on. was a guy. I yeah. was
1: hoping it was a guy, but yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, and I said, "What are you doing?" Yeah. I said, "I said, don't fucking touch me." I said, "Don't touch me. I don't know you like that. Don't touch me." You know, like. She was like, "Oh, don't touch me. Go back to your country. You fucking leb and push my face." I was more offended that she didn't even acknowledge my actual fucking culture. I thought that Lebanon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, where the fuck she got that yeah, from? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of Lebanese in Australia. Is that anyone dark? Really? Like, anyone kind of darkish? Yeah. People there that are not don't look into people's culture. Just yeah. assume people are Lebanese or call really? them lebs. Yeah. I got so many messages after that same people and you know, I was a fucking racist. Really? So many. I didn't know I didn't know because I, I kinda look at it as the problem is she didn't annoy me as in that it does I wouldn't lose sleep over that. Yeah. I'm someone that I take action when I see hair or racism. I don't go I don't go black lives matter on socials, eh, yeah. or this bullshit. I take action there and then if I see racism, if I see someone getting on treated, the individual. Unfairly, yeah. There on the individual. Or if I see someone getting treated unfairly on the street i'll be like yo what's going on because that's what you're supposed to do as people like in communities yeah. you look after people yeah. you know no matter who you are where you live yeah. if you, we're all from planet earth and everyone should be treated fairly right yeah. so i got shocked at the fact that and I, I went like this i was like what the fuck i looked around and people just kind of putting their head down want to ignore it yeah. and i was like so you think other people heard it I know other people heard it and they they got shook. Even the boys that I was with, they were like, yeah, yeah, ignore it, man. I was like, I'm fucking ignoring this, bro. I said, of course you say ignore it. You've never fucking experienced it,
0: you know? James was like, right, be careful, you're looking a bit aggressive. I said, I don't give a fuck, bro. Bro, do you know, I get this when... Do you know sometimes I like to post those... When I get those gnarly comments on Facebook, and I like to post it and have a Yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. like, oh, just ignore it. I'm like, that's easy for you to say because you've never... Exactly. The most criticism you've had is off your mates taking the piss out the size of your balls. And also, yeah, also, it lets that person think they can do it again. But that's what I think. It's a hard balance. Like, I'm like, there's, there's, I get told to kill myself on a daily. On the daily, someone says you should have jumped off that cliff, right? Yeah. And then every so often, you know, when you're tired, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. There's a guy saying, you're telling me to kill myself. You've got two kids in your profile picture, mate. It's not okay for you to tell someone else's dad to kill themselves. That's not okay. But then you, you also at the same time you're like, am Should I waste energy on this?
1: Yeah, I think I think it really depends on the case yeah. scenario. Yeah. But when it, when it was in my face, yes. I was like, I'm definitely taking action on this. Yeah, and I'm good with confrontation. I've dealt with it a lot in my life, yeah. so it's not really a problem.
0: <laughs> Lima said that yesterday as well. Yeah, he's what? like, I've dealt with so much. Yeah, I've dealt with so much confrontation. Yeah, that's yeah. why I me
1: and Lima get. That's a London thing. Yeah. For you. E- yeah, even like if I have a. An, a cultural thing as well. I guess like, even when I have a problem with a Lima, I'm telling him straight away. Yeah. Cause I don't I want to sort it out and then move on. Yeah. You know? So after that happened, I went and found a security guard on purpose. Mm -hmm. I went and found a security guard that I thought looked Lebanese. I said, big man, where are you from? Yeah. He goes, Lebanon. I said, perfect. Come here. I said, this bitch just told me to go back to my own country. Mm -hmm. And he was like, mate, ignore it. I was like, are you fucking joking? Yeah. I said, are you joking? I couldn't believe that the security let it off like that. And that just allows people to be able to do it anyway. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a picture of her face, put it on my stories. And um, it blew up. A lot of like influences in that area she lives in posted it. And I know for a fact, I got reported as bullying on Instagram. How crazy is is that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then um, I know she definitely lost some sleep for a week, but that's fine. That's, yeah. um, no
0: apology, anything though.
1: No, yeah, because she knew if she if she had got a message with an apology, then it would have. Uh, what,
0: how would you react to that?
1: If she apologised, I would have said, "Cool, not a problem." I say, "I'll remove the post. Just put a thousand, uh, give a thousand dollars to a fucking Lebanese refugee camp, and I'll yeah. take it down." <laughs> just yeah, just banter. But um, she wouldn't have apologised because she she wouldn't. I uh, not. She would never do that again, though. Yeah, she'll never do that again. Yeah, and if she does, she'll think twice. Yeah, but it was it was the fact that people. Around me, that did it, didn't. Were understand. you more angry, or was I it anger that you felt? I was more. I was frustrated at the fact that people couldn't see why this is so wrong in many, so many ways. So that
0: frustrated you just as much as her saying it. She
1: that frustrated me more than really? she did because she's a she's an idiot. Yeah, she's she's not doing anything with yeah. her life. Like yeah. in the sense, as say what you want. What you say is not important. What more is important to me? is The people around me. I even gave shit to you know Ferris. Yes. I said, how the fuck did you not react? Yeah. He's Turkish, right? He's Moroccan. Moroccan. I said, bruv, I said, how are you telling me to ignore this? I said, see all these fucking white guys. Cool, they might say it. Why the fuck are you saying it, bruv? And yeah. I was like, don't be a pussy, man. Yeah. And like, I went in <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, well, oh, dear, you're, oh, you, you, yeah. you're angry now, are not you? I said, of course I'm fucking angry. I said, I'm angry at the fact that people think this is okay. Yeah. It's not her. This yeah. this isn't okay, you yeah. know? But then I wasn't, and it wasn't go, banter level cuz you get that bit of
0: I mean we banter and you yeah. banter back and forth of about course. the turkish stuff and the course. turkish tornado. But yeah. That's cuz we're at a stage yes. where I remember this one time it's not aggressive. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember this one time. Alima didn't even switch. we were in a nightclub. Yeah. And some we walked past and someone tried bantering in Alima made the made a black comment. Yeah. Or, I flipped on the guy. I Said, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yeah, Lima was like, "No, nah, no, nah, leave." And Lima was like, "Listen, bro, you're not at that level of friendship with me. Don't say shit." Like, yeah, you know. So I think people need to assess where they can have that banner. Obviously, we're close friends, yeah. whatever. But like, yeah. someone just. But you can tell when some people say it. When some people are racist, this you can see the anger and frustration. Yeah, it's like they've got a snake's tongue, like a snake's tongue. Yeah, like it's like. Yeah. They're looking at you going, I fucking hate you in your life. Yeah. and then I just see it as a reflection of they're not happy, whatever. Yeah. I don't waste energy on it. Yeah. But I'd waste energy just to give a message to more people. Yeah. That's it.
0: Yeah. But- so so let's talk about this banter thing then, because I'm on this toxic masculinity thing right now. Because I don't, okay. I still don't understand what it is, right? Yeah. And then Alima's talking yesterday. And I'm talking about this banter thing, this male banter. Right? Yeah. Male banter fucking having a bit of giving your mates a bit of fucking Giving them a bit of shit, tapping on their insecurities a little bit, bit back and forth, and I, I think a lot of people are mislabeling that as toxic masculinity. Do you know what I mean? It's a it's a real interesting this. Mislabeling I put a, it
1: in a negative way,
0: like they're like, oh well, that's the problem with the world. This banter fucking thing going backwards and forwards, and men taking the piss out of each other and that. And I'm like, well, it's a real interesting topic. This talk, to- I don't think people don't even know what it is. I don't. I think it's subjective. It is. It's I an opinion.
1: It's an opinion. Yeah. It's an opinion, and it's also. Like, the jokes that we make with, um, like, the close circle of friends yeah. is they tap into your deepest insecurities, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah. Because it y- doesn't... You can't cover it up anymore. You can't cover it yeah. up, number one. It also makes you stronger towards your insecurities and yeah. it makes you more comfortable with your insecurities, yeah. which is why you can do that with good mates.
0: Yeah.
1: It's when people fuck up and do it in front of people that don't know you like that. Yeah. And allows them to think they can banter you like that. Yeah. Yeah, It's like me, me me chatting to you in a way in front of someone that doesn't know you or me, it makes them think that they can talk to you like that. They yeah. can't fucking talk to you like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. First of all, I wouldn't even get to that level of banner because you're older than me and I have a different level of respect for you. Because yeah. if I spoke to you in a certain way, I'd get a slipper from my
0: mum. <laughs> but I'd give Mac more shit because he's like my age, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, know, you like, haven't mentioned that moustache yet, bro. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Huh? You haven't mentioned that moustache yet. B Tech James Smith. You know? <laughs> See, I could do that with him, like just for a banter,
1: and he'll give me shit back. Yeah, but then I wouldn't do that to you because I'm like, it's like Uncle Paul Moore. It's
0: like bantering Dumbledore on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, dude, is this racism and this uh this prejudice thing something that you experienced in? When I was in younger. the past, yeah.
1: Yeah, when I was younger, I've had racism in East London and stuff. Yeah. But I never I never took it as, I never saw myself as like a victim. Like I always yeah. thought myself as, if someone's being racist, you know what? I'm going to make them fucking love me. Mm-hmm. And then next time they make a, they try to say something about, say someone from where I'm from, they're yeah. going to be like, hold on a second. Deren's from Turkey. Yeah. Nah, they can't be that bad. Yeah. You know, next minute, you know, you can switch a racist mentality by showing a more... Like, you know when people like, with fire, you give fire or some bullshit? Yeah. Like, what is it, sound like that? Yeah. I think it's really important how you assess certain people mm. when it comes to racism because a lot of people are... Not naive, it's not naive. The What's the word? Ignorant? Yeah, ignorant. Ignorant. People are ignorant to it and they haven't been exposed to it so therefore they lack in it. And because... They're ignorant, they're now scared to talk about a, a topic that involves their racial background because they think, oh shit, am I crossing the line? Yeah. Like when I talk to someone that's from like, say not from the UK, I'm like, so where are you from? Um, where, whereabouts are you from? They're like, oh, I'm from Morocco or fucking Nigeria or something like that. Yeah, It kind of gives them the comfort of shit. This guy's actually acknowledged me. I can talk to him now at a different level. Interested, he's interested. You know, so I want someone to feel comfortable when they talk with me. And
0: also, mate, I think with you, you are proud of being Turkish.
1: Yeah, I'm proud. Proud of that Turkish. I'm
0: proud of Turkish heritage. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm proud of being me. You know. Yeah. But I'm not like Turkey, yeah, Kurdistan, (laughs) yeah, England, yeah. Because I think anyone that's way too patriotic, there's a fine line between being really patriotic and borderline fascist and racist. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. If you love... I'm not patriotic at all. Yeah, but you... straight, I'm not patriotic. I don't know. I don't even watch England games in the World Cup yeah. and shit.
1: But you know if you when you meet someone that's so like
0: clo- yeah. one minded, yeah. they ignore everything else. Well I, mean, I was just about to say that. I think it's just I've got more fucks. Do you know when people get upset about football matches and that I'm like Nah. I've got more fucks to give than yeah. about other things than that. I'm probably I may have used to being about that life. Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah. upset when your football team loses and yeah. that. I mean, it's still not fun, but I'm like, I've got more fucks to give than where I'm from.
1: Yeah. Yeah. See you know what I mean? Yeah. My dad, like all his life, he like, it's football, 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 it? Yeah. Like my mum can't Is walk. Is he West Ham, your dad? West Ham, but he's a more Besiktas fan, innit? So like when the when the football's on in the house, yeah, my mum can't walk past the TV. <laughs> really? It's mad. <laughs> like you should hear the screams. It's crazy.
0: <coughs> it's crazy. I'll record it one day. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, one thing I did want to ask you about today, mate, was was this whole um, one podcast I I saw that I love that you did was when uh, your girl Holly from Jody Shaw came on your podcast. Oh yeah. How the fuck did that happen? Like Yeah. Cause those got you give them guys a lot of shit. I gave her a lot of shit. It, her? Yeah. Was it? It wasn't I mean you went after that whole I went squad after at some all point. of them. Yeah. I
1: went off, went after all of them, but I went her specifically quite hard. Did you? Yeah, and she replied to, and she messaged me. Eventually, yeah,
0: she was like, You're right, mate. I've got so much respect for that. Yeah, I think anybody that admits they were wrong or who's willing to be wrong, I think that's a really interesting. I'm willing to, I'm willing to fail. Yeah, I'm willing to fuck up. I'm willing to, and you've got to be like that in jujitsu, by the way. If you're not yeah. willing to fuck up, you're not gonna anyway. If you're not willing to get smashed,
1: yeah, you've got to tap. You're fuck, <laughs> yeah, you're fucked.
0: Yeah, but I think that anyone that's willing to be wrong. Willing to admit they're wrong, willing to fail, willing to look stupid. Like, I've got so much respect for that. I it's really huge. Like her. I
1: message her all the time. She's yeah. sound. After. After that podcast, then you had like Charlotte started messaging
0: me on socials. Yeah. She's really nice as well. I'm trying to get Charlotte on the podcast because she's getting, they're getting a lot of shit right now. Did you see that? Oh, TV cha- show there? I saw she posted something. The Five Thing? But I didn't, is that the Jeez. whole thing? They, we they did a show on on like plastic surgeries and they basically just fucking battered the way she looks. Oh, fuck. Like battered her for like an hour. Like really? calling her, they were calling her lips name. They were, they were just making up names for her and shit. And I'm like, wow, that is. That's fuck From a TV channel. Oh, that is just bullying at the highest that level.
1: A, yeah, because you know what? When, when those girls like they kept and I was chatting to Holly about this, like she was, I think she was eighteen or nineteen when she first went on the show. Yeah, what the fuck do you expect an eighteen-year-old to like know at that age? Of mm. course, they're going to do anything when money's thrown at them. Yeah, they're coming from a place like where you guys are from. You know, yeah. they're like, she was like, my mom needed money, my dad, uh, family needed money. Yeah, you know. So when I was getting offers, I, I couldn't say no. You know? And they were too young to know. I
0: Me, mean, if I was 18 and I got off of that show, I would have taken it as well. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, I, saw, I know a lot of people that have been on that show. Yeah. And uh, I remember talking to, there's a girl called Sophie on there. She's from out of town. Yeah. She's going to come on a podcast. I spoke to her. And she was like, I get paid for going out with my friends and getting drunk. Yeah. Who the fuck wouldn't want that job? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So yeah, so she was, my dad needed, what was that whole conversation like then? The how, point- did it come, like, how did it come about? She, Im- she, she replied to one of my. Did that uh, come through someone else? No, no, like no. There was no third party involved.
1: No, nah, no, nah, it was direct. Me atting her so many times. Like, you see, look in the inbox, it's me like, there's a, there's a, there's me like tagging her on a post saying, like, hey, Holly, sort your fucking shit out. Yeah. And shit. yeah. And like, giving her shit from the post. The thing
0: is, your I learned this this week. In her, do you know that inbox you've got where it's like, The spam inbox. What's that called? What the general one? There's like no. There's the general. There's that one, and then there's the requests. requests. Yeah, requests. When you've got a lot of followers, your message jumps to the top of their requests. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I get that as well.
1: But I messaged her time ago. I didn't message her like recently about this. Right. She she must have took a big turn in what she does. Message me, uh, just out of the blue. She was like, "Dear, I love what you're doing with this, and like you are so right, and blah blah blah." Mm -hmm. And then after that, I saw it as. Like you, you know, you said you got major respect for that. So did I. So a couple months ago, not a couple, actually like six, seven months ago, I did a post and I said, you know what? Big up Holly for doing this. I'll rate that. She flipped the script. She inboxed me after that. And then we kind of kept in touch sort of thing. Yeah. And then I was like, Holly, do you want to jump on the podcast and talk about this? Yeah. Let's talk about, it. I've given you shit. I've got a number and that. she got comfortable with me because initially, if you don't know me, you probably think I'm a prick from some of the stuff that I might do on socials. Yeah. And then I think when she realized she could actually be chill with me and talk to me about whatever, she could trust me. Because imagine if I was like screenshotting her fucking voice notes and stuff and giving it to the paper and shit. People are low like that. They do that. Mm. So I think she gained some trust and went, this guy's actually, he's not a dog. He's actually doing it for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: then we jumped on and we spoke about it. That's a real interesting thing about the inboxing and going to the papers because I've never really even thought about that. Mate, people will do some. Yeah. Well, I remember when I first interviewed Tyson. (laughs) Yeah manager, I was like, "Can you send over all the questions in advance?" That whenever I did anything with it, but even now, I'm, I'm when I when I book someone like Aunt Middleton for the podcast, even I don't do it with you because yeah. I know you're cool. Yeah. But with some people, I mean, like, is there anything you don't want me to talk about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything I can't mention? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think you also you like, know, what? know me well me. Everyone's
1: enough. cool. Everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. And but you also like know me well enough to know what to ask and what not to ask. Exactly because yeah. the others we might not. Yeah. You know, so I did that with her as well. I said, Is there anything you don't want to chat about? Just let me know. Yeah. Because I want to make this, because this is beneficial for me, for her, and for everyone that's listening. Yeah. She's admitted she's, but I've said though, every time I've called someone out, I've said to each person, I'm open to talking about it. Yeah. Because I'm okay with confrontation. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. Yeah. Someone says, Why do you think this is shit? I'll be like, Fuck, I don't know. I'll go research it and I'll let
0: you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that for her actually to realize that, I think there's a lot to be said. You know, when people feel guilty and they feel ashamed of themselves and that, I think a lot of people struggle with that. I feel so guilty and I'm ashamed of for something they did in the past. My, like, what you got to understand is that you did the best you had with what you knew back then. Yeah, exactly. So for her to give herself permission yeah. to be like, Do you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. I've got, honestly, so, Bob, next level.
1: I, w- I gave her a lot of shit back in the day. Her boyfriend was following me as well. Who's he's a footballer isn't it and yeah. he was following me and I was like fuck you know I've given this girl so much shit and her boyfriend's even following me Like, yeah. it just shows how everyone matures right yeah. everyone changes and yeah. I just think it's good to I had this
0: that. today someone said to me Um, I'm not a fan of this term man up I even did it. I did an, when my book came out I did an article for the Metro newspaper I'm like what well, all these guys telling Piers Morgan's the fucking worst for you. oh you need a man up I'm like bro you're gonna tell Tyson Fury man up Yeah, he's had mental health problems you're gonna go and tell the heavyweight champion of the world to man up. You're gonna go and tell fucking Jay Morton, Ollie Ollerton, to man up. When they've had chat, you're not are you? Jay Morton's a fucking he's an assassin, that motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Was, By the way, how laid back is he? I love him. Dude, he's such he's a nice so guy. Cool. he messaged me yesterday, he's so cool. He's such a so nice. Cool. He sat there for about three hours and we're just fucking he's Talking. just he's one of the most laid back people I've ever met.
1: Mate, is that the first like time just, you met him?
0: yeah yeah oh yeah he's yeah when we nice did a podcast yeah, i've had yeah. like drinks and stuff with him he's yeah like, he's cool yeah he's cool he's very guy. chill very. um but i'm like you're not going to tell them to man up anyway we dropped this we dropped their an ant middleton video yesterday and it had that it had man up manning up in the headline mac wrote the headline and someone said well you said that people that say man up are pussies and that I said, "Well, i might have i can't remember saying that but i might have i'm like people take what you say as like gospel sometimes yeah I'm like is it not okay for me to I mean, I haven't changed my mind on some of that stuff, but I think there's a lot to be said for being okay with changing your mind. Do you know what I mean? I think people get so stuck and they're so stubborn with their beliefs and that.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I used to be into the clean eating thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think people, it's because people don't like change.
1: Yeah. So therefore, if you tell them something, that's going to be a slight change or... Yeah.
0: If if they all of a sudden change them. Do mind? I think they like, dude? I think they like certainty. Yeah. They like to be, even if their life's shit, at least they're certain that it's shit, which yeah. is why they don't change because they like being certain of yeah. what's happening. My son's really bad. For, my son's terrible at change, Max. Really? He went to, So he's been boxing for a bit now and he went to a boxing gym on Monday. And I said, what was it like? And he went with his friend and he said, well, there was no pads and there was no sparring. I mean, he went to a new gym for the first time. You're 10 years old. They're not going to have you sparring. Yeah. And he hated it. He said he's not going back because it was different than what he's used to. Dude, I remember once we flew to the States, Florida. We landed for about two hours in the hotel and he's like, can we go home yet? <laughs> he hates being what? away. He, lo- he likes being on holiday, but he hates being away from home. He likes familiarity. Do You don't even want to sleep out on that. He likes certainty, he likes routine, he likes to know what's happening. It's mad. It's mad. But yeah, change is, I don't know if it's scary, I just think people get so stuck in their ways that they're they're like blind to anything else.
1: I think because most people are used to not changing, environment, routine, all that stuff, so any level of change is scary. Hence why, which I think, uh, this is why travelling and a lot of things have helped me because there was change every single day. So when, when there is a level of routine for me, I f- thrive. Yeah, and when it's not, I'm okay because I've dealt with so much change. So yeah. it's okay. I can like adapt to whatever situation. Yeah, like.
0: yeah. I think that'll be the hardest thing for me if I was in that environment in Australia. You're kind of around your mates all the time.
1: Yeah. it would be a
0: bit. It would be fun. Yeah, but then I personally would feel like I was on holiday all the time. Do you know what yeah. I'm saying? No, I get exactly. I think you need that environment. That wholesome. Yeah. It's why I never work from home yeah. ever. But to be honest... Unless I really have to work from home because yeah. we've got no internet or something. Yeah. But I'm like, if I'm working, I'm in the environment that's work. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm not in the environment. I'm not trying to blend environments together. But I think because like, say me and Smith
1: do similar stuff. Yeah. It's easy because when, we, when we're at the airport, laptops on, headphones we're working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On the plane, we listen to a podcast or an e- or like a audio book. Yeah. We just go sit down in a hotel. Yeah. We're on the laptop. Yeah. Writing an email or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, so we've... There's only, there's a certain people I would go traveling with. Yes, but it'd be very hard to like go on a trip somewhere with someone that's not on that level. Yeah, and you're waking up in the hotel or doing an email, and they're like you having a bloody Mary or what? And I'm like, it, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah
0: that's a holiday in it. Yeah, yeah, it's it. <laughs> envi- dude, you know, environment's such a huge thing. Um, and I'm always I'm always sharing my guys about this. I think setting up your environment for you to win is so massive. Yeah, and he he has this saying which is environment beats willpower every day of the week. Do you know what I mean? I think a lot of people don't set up, let's go back to like weight loss, a lot of people are in an environment that doesn't set them up to win, do you know what I mean? People, the environment. It's like an alcoholic owning a bar. Yeah, fuck. Like you can't, <laughs> do you know what I mean? You can't, you've you've got to put yourself environment, in environments that don't require willpower. I mean, you put me in a room full of 10 cokeheads, I'm going to end up having the line. Yeah. However much I don't want to, after a while, my willpower's going to fucking. Yeah. I think, the thing is, what it might power. slip. Well, it has an ex, it has an expiry date. Yeah, and it goes hand in hand with your energy a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Is he here? Hey, so um, he has a question for you. Have you got um any um juice on Bradley Simmons? Is he here? He's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> juice on Bradley Simmons. Juice on Bradley Simmons. Uh, yeah, not yet. Bradley's a nice guy. Yeah, Bradley's Bradley's a football lad. We're gonna see if he's a nice guy or not when I start asking him out
1: questions. Ask him about me, see what he says. Ask <laughs> that oh yeah, Ask him about me,
0: see what he says. That'll tell you if he's a nice guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, so what's it, what's let's let's close this mate. I'm good. we're closing it out. It feels like a very short conversation. Is that an hour? Yeah. That's an hour, that's mad, isn't it? That is mad. What um what's what's happening? Like, what's next for you? Um
1: What's next for me? I'm trying to still develop my whole Project X uh, platform. Great name, by the way. Yeah, I know. You're welcome. Yeah,
0: (laughs) thank you. (laughs) I'm on the call with... uh... You know what's bad? Like our... our, That was kind of just a stopgap name because we didn't know. know what you didn't know what I else know. to call it. I know, I know, and it's turned into this fucking monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it might change. Like, I'd, nah, is, I don't you, change nah, I don't change. Nah, that's your thing it. now, nah, man. That's my thing. It's, yeah, that's everyone thing. thinks that. Yeah,
1: but for me now, I'm just going to develop that. I'm on this weird meditation journey. I mean, I'm loving that. It's, yeah. I've never ever realised how powerful it is. To I'm not going to like it. Did happen on a mushroom trip? I took some psychedelic. Sci- <laughs> oh shit! We didn't
0: even get. We're yeah, going to do podcast number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do We're uh, going to you know, do podcast
1: number three. That was unbelievable. Yeah. And it's, it's, I'm enjoying the journey, innit? Yeah. Uh, and I hope everyone else enjoyed this podcast. Yeah, I love it.
0: <laughs> hey, Mr. Darren Cartel, DK, thank oh, you so much, God. my man. Thank you for having thank me. You.